Welcome to the Kaibass Nation. Kayak Bass Nation is presented by Dugout Bait and Tackle. Go to dugoutfishing.com to find everything you need for your next kayak bass fishing tournament. Hope you enjoy the show. Jeff Malat, Lunch Money Lambert, Also sponsored by Revo Sunglasses. Go to Revo.com, use code KBN25 to save 25% off your next order. Revo, best lenses on earth. Also sponsored by Western Sun Vodka. Go to westernsundistillery.com and use the bottle finder to find a bottle near you. What is up, everybody? Welcome to KBN Live. You got back just in time, Ryan. Came sliding in like a champ. Uh, I like the mullet Christmas shirt, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they were in the mailbox. I didn't think they arrived, but Marshall, great customer service. Uh, next date, I'm down here. So thank you, Jordan Marshall. Yeah, man. I hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas uh, and a Christmas weekend with your families, et cetera. Ryan, how was yours, man? I know you. we traded some messages. You had a little uh, experience over one of the It nights. was good. I, I, we ran all over the place, man. We, uh, we keep the roads hot pretty good. Yeah, this Always. is my first Christmas as a grandfather. Had my little grandbaby down, and that was uh, old grandfather. Times. That's right. That's right. It was fun. So I hope everybody had a good one. Of course, tonight is the end of year spectacular. Can you believe another year is coming gone, right? I can't. I cannot believe it. And we're still here, uncancel or uncancelable, as they say. Let's not jinx it, yeah. but we'll keep rolling for a minute. Oh, DJ's in the comments. We haven't seen DJ in the comments in a while. My man, Ox Pimpin king of the intros he's been, he's been doing some been doing some fishing i think he's been a little more musically inclined lately yeah yeah i saw he did some did some work on some thursday friday events and uh of course he's been coming with some new music so go find ox pimpin over there on facebook and and anywhere else you can find his stuff on youtube i know he's got some videos over there too so find him uh ashley's saying no sound and can everybody else hear me give me a thumbs up if you can hear me oh good probably her iphone uh, everybody else is saying we're good, so I think we're good. <laughs> Sorry, Ashley. She's connected to the house speakers. Yeah, that's right. She may be on the Bluetooth at the neighbor's house. Uh, but yeah, it's awards night, man. We're gonna have a fun time with this. We always have fun with this. I know, you know, everybody's got to take these with a grain of salt. Uh, well, not not necessarily the vote awards because we didn't. I was pick gonna those. say they voted. They voted we for didn't, these. They yeah, we didn't pick take those. Them heavy. Yeah, take they, them heavy. they. You guys picked the categories. And voted on the finalists. So you guys pick these. Now the power rankings, that's just that's just math. The super secret CIA FBI algorithm uh that we plug all the numbers into. Or should I say I? That way Ryan didn't take the blame for it. I, I put the no, numbers. Do it, do it. Put it on yeah, me. Put, yeah, we put the numbers in there and it spits out the results. I think it's fairly accurate. I mean, it's not dead on, but it's it's a fun discussion point. So we'll see where those shook out. Ryan doesn't even know no who idea. the ranking. Yeah, I always like I have no idea them. what we're doing. I like to reveal them to him on the final on the on the night of the awards. So really before we do that, yeah, we always like to talk about a few things that went down. There's not really a whole lot to talk about other than Bass did drop their schedule finally, the official official graphic of the schedule last week. Most of it, most of it. Yeah, <laughs> that, on that one that one TBD on there seemed to really throw some folks for a loop. Yeah, people got upset. I don't know, if, you know, a few guys got mad and salty about it, but we got time. It's gonna be okay. It's late in the fall. And, and I think, you know, if you read the tea leaves and hear everything that we've talked about, it's going to be Susquehanna, it sounds like. It's just a matter of finalizing it, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so all the sketches are out. We're, we're ready to go. Um, if you guys didn't see, there's another big show tomorrow night uh, after, that you might want to check out, and it is the Bass and Brews year-end show. You want to check out the, the kegger that the Bass and Brews guys, Paul Roberts and the guys are having over there. Tomorrow night, I think it starts at 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock Eastern time. So you probably want to slide over there and check out Bass and Brews. That's another good year-ender. It'll be fun. Uh, you good, Ryan? You losing audio? There he is. I can, I can hear you. You good? Uh-oh, you're struggling. I can hear no, you. No, can you hear? Yeah. Okay. Right. I had to switch to speaker. Uh, we had uh, some 
some audio difficulties here in the traveling closet. So I am, uh, I'm dead on my AirPods now. But you can hear me. I can hear you. So we're straight. That's, that's really all we can ask for here today. I all feel right. like. Uh, before we get to the awards, man, what's your uh, memories of the year? You got a favorite memory from this year? I know fishing didn't go quite how you wanted it to go. I don't remember anything about fishing. Um, Hochitown Saloon was definitely a favorite memory. <laughs> we had a uh, we had a blast at Broken Bow, hanging out with everybody. That was awesome. Uh, I really I really enjoyed. We had a really good time at Santee. Uh, you know, Russell Johnson came down and and cooked some steaks for us, and everybody hung out. And that was, I mean, the, again, the fishing didn't go the way I wanted it to, but we had a we had a blast. Uh, Drew and I stayed and did that Z-Man shoot afterwards. That was awesome. Uh, seeing Dylan, you know, finally cash a Hobie check and, and him and Abby, you know, making it down to the TOC. That was, that was pretty solid. So, I mean, you know, we had a lot of big things. Steve-O being named, uh, you know, the, the dark Lord of bass. That was good. Um, obviously Hobie worlds, I think was probably if I had to pick just one overall, you know, experience for this year, that was definitely top of the charts, but it's been a great year, man. We've seen a lot of growth. We've got some new you know, new stuff working on, on the podcast side of things. I think, uh, 2022 kind of sucked, but it had some highlights. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like what you said on the fishing. That was a, it was a rough year for me fishing wise, but I still had fun, uh, getting out there and seeing folks. And of course I became a granddad. So that's the highlight of the year. Hey, grandfather, right. grandfather, Pat, Pappy, Pappy Malat. That's, that's uh, the deal. So yeah, great year. If you guys have favorite memories that are watching, throw those in the comments. We'd like to see them. Keep it classy. This is the year-end show. Keep it classy, y'all. <laughs> um, I see the Allen brothers in there already. They're a nominee tonight. Jordan Marshall's a nominee. we got a lot of nominees in the comments. They're waiting to see yeah. where they shook out in this thing. Uh, I hope all your fantasy teams fared well over the weekend. I saw John pulled off the Minshew miracle. He did, he did, he did fine over the weekend. Mine's been on a run. I sucked at the beginning of the year, but finally everybody's getting healthy and kind of in a groove, and I'm on like a four-game win streak, so oh. I might make the playoffs. Who knows? Let's go. Let's go. All right. Uh, with that said, I don't know how long tonight's show is going to take with these awards, but we're going to have fun with it and wrap the year up right. Uh, and before – the power rankings will be at the end. We'll do those at the end, but I want you guys to guess now in the comments who you think is going to be – you can put the top five. Or just who you think is going to be the number one ranked angler, throw them in the comments, and we'll see if you guys are right. There's actually a category for best tournament angler we're going to talk about. We'll see who the people's champ, quote, the people's champ is, the fishing people's champ, not the Clifton Allen people's champ, uh, <laughs> during, the, during the awards here. And then uh, we'll see. So what do you think, man? You want to jump right into it? Let's see what you got cooked up here, pal. All right, of course, of course, I've got a corny intro to put yes. up before we, before we do it. So let me get that ready first, and then we'll go. Okay. Here we go. The KVN Awards. It Let's looks so see. beautiful, you know? Yeah, it was a, that's the kayak fishing version of the Dundies. I think I've said that before. That's what we are. So here we go, Just, guys. Like I said. Are these, are these the 2023 awards? 2022. Did I put 23 on there? Ah, it doesn't matter. There we go. All right, 2022 <laughs> awards. It's at the bottom where it counts. Um, so, of course, like we said at the beginning, you guys came up with these categories, voted on the categories, and then voted on the finalists. The votes closed today. We had over 200 people participate in the voting. We're not fudging the numbers. Those are real numbers, Ryan. Uh, over 200 people took the time to click the link and vote. So this is a this is about the size of a Fox or CNN poll, so it's accurate. <laughs> yep. It yeah, cares. first up was Meme of the Year. And if you guys remember who the nominees were, I'll read them off to you. It was the Unlimit Yourself drone falling in the water guy. That's good. Uh, Ryan shared that that video, and we were able to create a meme off of that. Ryan's Wish Team USA meme. That was a fantastic meme. Proud of those boys. Yeah, the Benetti movie star. That was kind of a late addition, the, the uh, Where the Crawdads Sing Benetti picture. And then the PKA Halloween meme was that the old pka the old pka starter kit was pretty solid i yeah, think i voted for that one myself yeah but this one was a runaway pretty much let's see here 50 percent of the votes went to the unlimit yourself wow. drone following the water guy there it is right there for those that didn't get to see it just That's simple beautiful. classy my man taking a taking a drink 
drink of water there. I mean, so. if that isn't a sales pitch, I don't know what is. Yeah, well done. Unlimit yourself, new canoe guys and girls. All right, next up was Tournament Ooh. Angler of the Year. Oh. And what I did for the – I either put the final two for you guys to vote on, or if there were ties, I put three or four names on the – you know, things on the list. So there were four names – Basically, they got the same amount. One name that got the most votes, and then three that were tied for the second most. So I put them all in the final final tally. The nominees were Cody Milton, Drew Gregory, George Marshall, Russ Snyder's. Pretty solid list. Yep. Who do you think it, the winner is, Ryan? Ooh. Man, I don't know. I think people. Cody, Cody killed it this year. If you didn't vote for Cody, then you made a mistake. Or you bought one of these T-shirts, so you might have mm-hmm. voted for Marshall. All right. That's it. And you were right, man. 43% of the responses went to Cody Milton with Drew coming in second, uh, Jordan third, and Russ fourth there in the people's, the people's champion rankings. People have, spoken. people have spoken. Let me look at some of these comments here. Uh, Guillermo and Scotch are undisputed. John's on the Texas bias. It's all right, John. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. All right, next we had Biggest Disaster of 2022, and I think I actually labeled this 23 on the original post, so I'm, I'm losing it, Ryan. I like uh, it, man. I like it. Yeah. Uh, these two nominees were Gene Jensen in the Marina fiasco. Oh, boy. That was a good one. Oh, boy. And this the, the second one was a late entry to this, which was Matt Scotch fishing, fishing naked day two of the TOC. Yeah, man. Losing his phone. I mean, as far as witnessing something, as as concerning as it sounds, I would love to have seen Scott fishing naked again. Here's what I think: if there would have been, been video, video or, or photos, photos. Uh-oh, uh-oh, what happened, Ryan? Ryan. Uh, am I here? Oh, Ryan's gone. Is my echo gone now? That might have been Ryan's Ryan's deal. Better or worse? Better or worse? Let us know in the comments, please, quickly. Yeah, better. I think it was Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. All right. No more echo. We're good. I think if this fails again, I quit. I'm out. Somebody else can take my spot. Yeah, I have to put a link in the comments for call-ins. I don't know what happened there. (laughs) I think it was talking about Matt nude that threw everything haywire. Uh, So yeah, Gene Jensen in the Marina won. But I was saying, I think if there was photo or video evidence of Matt and his phone being lost, he probably would have won. What do you think? Yeah, I would personally. I I think I would rather have have rolled up on scotch i mean i'm sure seeing a guy walking across a marina carrying a fish in a tournament would, <laughs> would have been entertaining in its own right but i think uh just the series of events and the the big tournament that he was in uh to me makes that one worth a pretty penny yeah yeah all right next this is this is a tough one man because there's so many come up throughout the year you know that it's hard for one to stick in your memory but the funniest thread of the year the, the the two that got put up there, I don't even know that I agree with the people on these final two. One of them maybe, but the bat the Bass Mafia Magdraft knockoff thread was pretty funny. I, I mean, but yeah, it wasn't that funny. It was yeah, more of a discussion. A knee slapper, but yeah. But Jeremy Hughes and the two piece the boater oh, comment boy. really. I don't know if that was a thread, but comments afterwards when we posted the clip of the podcast. Um. That was that was gold. I don't know. I apologize for leaving that out of my memories from 2020. I, I honestly that slipped my mind. I'm sorry, Jeremy. Don't don't meet me at the ramp. Yeah, but as expected, with those two, uh, yeah, the two piece, sure. Mr. Two Piece, ran away with that. So there you go, two piece. He reached back, come with an Alabama haymaker from the other side of you follow. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that, that was, was wild. All right, so this one was – I think we included this one last year, and then you guys voted it, in, voted it in again this year, which was Sportsman slash Ambassador of the Year. We probably need, Jeff, to type out some sort of description or qualification, <laughs> some parameters to this. Uh, Marshall was very upset that he was nominated for this. I know. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, if anyone followed him in Sweden, I mean, I think he's the epitome of an ambassador. The way he, oh yeah, for sure, man. He was multicultural. It. Yeah, I mean, you know, he single-handedly probably kept the truce with Sweden ongoing. Yeah. Um, somebody in here said on talking about the funniest thread, Brad Oswald said, said nothing will ever beat the jerk bait biscuits and gravy fiasco of the. No, original. no, no, no. I don't think anything will top that ever. No. If for anyone that's new, 
you need to go back and watch find that search it just type in biscuits and gravy in the in the search bar on the group page and you'll have yourself a night reading those comments. that was back when it was the wild west things yeah. got really out of hand it was wild i mean it was it was solid gold it's still solid gold uh, we probably read that for christmas one year just like read it like the night before christmas story that'd be awesome yeah uh so sportsman of the year the nominees were jordan marshall he was very mad about it he didn't understand how he was nominated for it <laughs> uh jim Ware, which i very much understand jim's yep. one of the good ones and then christine fisher yep who does a lot for the sport she's out there you know and in, in a lot of different uh wears a lot of different hats out there in, in the uh kayak fishing community so those were our three nominees and then pretty good runaway christine captured 51 percent of the votes we're gonna call it i'm gonna call it for christine Fisher. <laughs> our when do the mail-in ballots come in yeah we'll check those later happened? yeah we'll check those later and it's funny you know just like the the real elections we had over 200 responses but they didn't respond to every question weird like this one only had 178 but some of them had over 200 That's so strange. people selectively chose what they were going to vote for it's strange in itself. I don't think anybody can argue with that one. I mean, if you've seen like the interactions that she has with like young girls and stuff, like the little girl in Sweden that she got, you know, that, you know, Steve paired us up with, with little Swedish kids, like teaching them how to cast and stuff. I mean, she does great. She does great with kids and, and the public in general, very uh, good representation of kayak fishing in the public eye. Yeah. So Garrett Clark said, you can't call any of these until the midnight mailing dumps. You're right, Garrett. But there are no mail-ins for this. No so, midnight dumps here, Garrett. It's even more insecure. It's all electronic through the Google machine. You just have to trust Jeff. Yeah, trust me. Trust me, bro. All right, best tournament body of water. I think this, you could have had a list a mile long for this. But the ones that came out in the finals were, you know, pretty well-respected. Talked about as far as uh, people's favorites. It was Caddo, Santee Cooper, Gunnersville. Oh, yeah. Those were the finalists. Uh, Cato and Santee Cooper are very similar, I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, one's much larger, I guess. But and then Gunnersville, of course, on the Tennessee River. I don't think you can go wrong with any of those. What would be your pick of that, Ryan? What'd you vote Man, for? I think you know the answer to that. Uh, Gunnersville all day, baby. Give me Gunnersville. Got to stick with the hometown. Got to, man. Got to. Yeah, yeah. The people. No. Cato. They went with Cato. 55% went with Caddo. Do you think that's just because there's been so many tournaments there the last few years? People have just and seen all the Giants caught. I mean, it's... I think, honestly, Caddo is... I don't want to say easy, but in the spring, especially, when when the large droves of people have been down there to fish it, uh, you throw Cinco's at trees and get drug around by a six-pounder. Like, that's, that's the bite. Um, so I think, obviously, that's going to give people a much better experience and perception of the lake and i love caddo i, I do I, I enjoy fishing caddo i just i pick gunnersville myself because there's more pieces you know rivers big flats creeks it's got a little bit of everything you can get out on deep water you know rock piles ledges uh big long points I, i'm partial to to somewhere with a river anyway i got you uh good stuff good stuff let's get to the next category here troll, troll of the year Slash personality. I put personality on the actual poll because that's what it is. A lot of it's just personality. Um, yeah. In the final two, there's only two finalists for this, and I don't think you could go wrong. And really, it was the final three. It was the Allen brothers. One yeah. was one vote. The team. Because I don't think some folks distinguish between them, even though they are very different dudes. And then uh, Steven Sisto. Sisto's been doing some work this year since we – let him let him back in, which I'm not sure how he got out in the first place. But anyway, yeah, he's back and he is hilarious. He's one of the funniest dudes on the page. So we appreciate Steven. Um, the votes were tallied. I think just from being part of the OG crew on the page and in and out of the page as well. Uh, <laughs> a few times, uh, the winner of this, the Allen brothers, 70% of the vote. And there they are right there. Yes. The sweetest, the sweetest brothers Beautiful. you'll ever see. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. Appreciate so you. Those Alan cabinets, Brothers. those cabinets are seven feet tall. So yeah. keep in mind, put that in perspective as you talk trash back and forth to them on the internet. That's right. They dominated. They dominated this just like they dominate life. Good job, Alan Brothers. YouTube channel of the year. This was another category voted in by all of you. I know Ryan's not much on the YouTube, right? Ryan? 
I'm not, man. I just I can't say. I've watched a couple of Greg uh, Greg Blanchard's videos. That's that's about yeah. the end of my YouTube experience. So we had four. We had one with the most nominations, and then three that were tied for second. So we had four finalists for this. One was uh, we had Greg Blanchard in there, of course. You just mentioned him. We've had Greg on the show a couple times over the years. Then Bailey Egbert, Be the Fish, slid in there with the nomination. Christine Fisher. I've heard, I've heard Bailey has a really good channel too. He like does. I, he's, I've heard that quite a bit. He's good on camera. He's good at the edits. He's just good. He's, he's really good at it. The kid knows what he's doing and he's doing big things with his podcast. They're growing fast over there on YouTube. So, uh, so Bailey, he was another one. Christine, who just won Ambassador of the Year, she was nominated. Her channel has blown up in the last year and a half. Her tourney recaps are really good. Yeah, and you know she's raw emotion on there. If you guys watch her channel, she gets excited and doesn't hide it. It's pretty, it's pretty funny, pretty awesome stuff. And then Nolan Miner, who I think has an underrated YouTube channel, very good YouTube channel, Future Pro Nolan Miner. Uh, and I think I already know your vote, Ryan. You'd have went for Greg, huh? Uh, yeah, man. Just I mean, Greg's been. He's been doing it for so long and he has built like this huge cult following on, on simple information, you know, kind of capturing the whole experience. I think that kind of bodes well for him in my opinion. And you would be right. Greg took it just under 50% of the vote. And then it was kind of evenly split between the rest. Christine had 25%, I guess. Uh, one of Greg's latest videos was pretty wild. It's it's uh, the first time, I think the title of it's the first time I've been scared in my kayak, like legit scared. He went off the well, coast. They well, launched well, like between some steep walls out to, into the into the Pacific Ocean. And on video, he has like a 20-foot gray object go ooh. under his boat. No. He says it's a whale. I say it's a freaking gray white because whales aren't gray and white that I know of. That's um, a no for me, dog. Anyway, it's, it's pretty wild. You should watch it. Everybody should watch it. So Greg been doing it a while. I was I was following Greg back when he had, you know, like 10,000 subs. And now here he is at 100 something thousand subs. So that's crazy. Good stuff. Mr. Blanchard. Here's a good one. The most controversial topic of the year we had a lot especially in the last half of the year i felt like oh yeah it's been spicy yeah so the final two were lake boundaries and off limits periods were combined as a nomination which was just basically um the discussion of what needs to change there towards the end of the year right and then last minute rule changes for events there's a few threads on that happening and we knew that happened a few times with boundaries and last minute changes. So, oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Those were all spicy. I liked, I liked both all those discussions that took place. And I think they actually forced some change for 20. We'll find out. We'll find out tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tentatively, I think. So we'll Tentatively. Yeah. yeah. The Mount Rushmore of TDs gets together. Yeah. Uh, well, two TDs, one guy that's just a marketing guy. But anyway, uh, <laughs> there it is. Last uh, the, the lake boundaries and off limits periods won the day right there. Oh yeah, for sure. And a lot of people had you know some different feelings on that. There was a lot of uh, skinny water creek guys that that you know spoke their mind as to why they should be allowed to fish in other states and whatnot. So yeah. All right, and this is the last category on the survey questions. TD of the year. I think there's tons of them. A lot of them. Don't get the respect they deserve. Uh, there's only two finalists for this, A.J. McWhorter and Steve Owens, two of the best uh -huh. in the game. Uh, now, I will throw all these names out there. Duke Tran, Vinny Ferrari, Josh Booth, Kyle Long, James Witted, in my area. Uh, I know, there's so many. You can't even name them all, all over the country that do such a great Tim job. Tim Arthur. Tim yeah, Arthur. Tim Arthur, Garrett Clark out there doing things. I think Garrett helps with that. Uh, anybody that runs a tournament, my hat's off to you, whether it's 10 or 100. Uh, it's hard work. It's not appreciated enough. Well done, tournament directors. Uh, but these two, you can't argue with them being the finalists for this award. And AJ took it AJ. home. And I think that's just his body of work with the BOS. I mean, speaks volumes, don't you think? I do. I do. And I think, you know, nationwide, some people haven't fished some of Steve's tournaments. Like he's ran, you know, a lot of the Tennessee stuff, our TBKA stuff, uh, the Bass Nation for Tennessee and Georgia. But a lot of people nationally haven't, haven't, experienced uh the product that steve-o's bringing and starting next year they will so i think you'll probably see these numbers uh shift a little bit a little bit more in steve-o's favor as some people get to know him uh overall i don't think you can argue with how aj runs the tournament i mean 
It's awesome. There's no bullshit. Like things are laid out clearly, you know, decisions are made on the spot and final. There's no, there's no gray area back and forth kind of stuff, man. It's, it's pretty cut and dry, do right and catch some fish. Amen. Amen. Um, all right. That was the last of the people's. Oh, wait a minute. No, it's not. There's one more. I'm sorry. <laughs> wait. No, wait. There's, there's two more. more. I thought there was only 10. There's 12 this year. That's my apologies. Yes. There's 12 this year. Uh, dumbest rule change. This was one you guys voted in. Dumbest rule change of 2022. I put the right year on there. 2022. Look at there you. There. Uh, dumbest rule change. This was the tightest race of all, Ryan. Oh. I'll show when I throw the graphic up, you'll see. How tight. Uh, I mean, like percentage points difference. Uh, all right. So the nominees were the video release of the fish that was thrown in there at the NC. Yeah, that's wild. Uh, week of event boundary changes. Also wild. And then the California, if you run two motors, you can't have live scope. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to me, that one runs away with it, but I don't yeah. know uh, how we get into these things in California. So Yeah, yeah. So, And I think there was some sort of clarity to that, but by the time the clarity was presented, it was too late. And too late. KBN had run with it. Uh, and there you go. At, at the wire with 36%, the two motors, no live scope rule, got it by a 0.6 percent over video release at the end man that's that is close that's tight razor thin margins um close. what do you think about the video release thing getting thrown in last minute was kind of dumb but do you think in the future if it's planned appropriately and the apps can handle it you think that'll become a thing dude i just to me that or is it even helpful i don't know man i think it's i think it's too much to be honest with you i think you know you you start getting into phone storage data like you you get into that that's a pandora's box i feel like uh i think i think the direction to move to is is live streaming or everybody run gopros or something if there's a question about x fish you pull that up or whatever i I just i don't think videoing every single fish you catch i mean not that i had one this year but some people have you know 50 60 fish days like you're not gonna sit there and video 60 fish come on man that's crazy Right, right, right. Uh, Jay Mack on YouTube says it eliminates another cheating option. So why would it be a bad thing? I think what Ryan said is the bandwidth involved, trying to upload videos, number one, having to keep up with that, phone storage, et cetera. So there's other ways to mitigate that, I think, like Ryan said. And I mean, I don't know how much it necessarily eliminates. Like you go get that fish out of a barrel. It's the same video of the fish you'd be yeah. turning loose or if your buddy just handed it to you. Like to me, it the the reward on the other end of it it isn't worth the headache of of having to deal with all that what's what's the what's the saying the juice isn't worth the squeeze is that is that the deal all right so one more category i think the top series of 2022 ryan yeah and the final two were a shock to me they got the most votes by the people in the nomination round and that was the bass open series which we expected yeah in the all-american kayak series was the other finalist how about that I believe it. I believe it. This was, is this their, is this their second season? Yeah. 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 That's what I thought. I mean, they seem to be doing, doing something right out there, man. They're, they're gaining momentum in that, uh, that kind of Midwest demographic. Yeah. Yeah. And they, you know, they're reaching down into, to, they're in the middle of the country, but they're reaching down South and way up North. So they really span the entire middle of the country, you know? Um, and I'll tell you, this was a close one for a while. It was like 60, 40 split for most of the voting. And then one of the, one of the series, as you can imagine, pulled away towards the end of voting and the winner 75% of the vote was the BOS, the Hobie BOS. I mean, they're the best ones out there right now. Yep. So no arguing with that. All right. Oh, there we go. Ooh. How, how are you breaking this down? Are you going to, are you going to do it one by one again? The top 10 one by one. Okay. All right. And then at the end, I got a graphic with the whole top 25. We can talk about that. Okay. So before we get started, I'm nervous. Yeah. Let's talk about how these things, I always like to give a little synopsis of how, how this goes and how I come up with these numbers. Okay. Number one, this is not an angler of the year ranking like you would do for tournaments because there are no drops. So you get your highs, you get your lows. I take all the, all the numbers I can find and throw them into this, this uh, tabulation. So, you know, what you might think would be, uh, 
one of the top anglers just because of the AOI standings on one of the big trails may not be that way if they had some bad tournaments that they were able to drop over there, if that makes sense. All right. And, and to explain that a little bit, let me read some names that didn't make the top 25. Didn't make the top 25 at all. Brian Howe, BDH. Who Jason also Broach. watched the TOC with me. Yeah. Jason Broach. Dang. Jay Wallen. Mark Mark Edwards. Mark Pendergrass. Yep. Dale Griffin. Yeah. Dylan Lowry just barely missed the top 25. Ooh. Matt Conant, Ron Champion, Brandon Prince, Luke Arian, Jason Cassidy. All these guys, I mean, we're in the top 40, top 45. I mean, just barely missed the top 25. Uh, minimum amounts of tournaments to qualify. Uh, you had to have at least five, but the rankings go by total points. Field size is taken into account. Uh, you had to have at least 50 anglers in the event for it to count. No small tournaments. A lot of the trail series got bumped out of that. This does include BOS, Bass, and KBF events. For the KBF events that are included, only the largest attended event from that weekend is included. So you, as you guys know, there's, you know, they had a trail series on Saturday, a trail series on Sunday, and then a pro series that went two days. Whichever one of those had the most people show up for it, if it was over 50 anglers, was included. Does that make sense? Yeah. Clear as mud. Clear as mud. Um, and consequently, a lot of the KBF stuff didn't count because there was a lot of stuff below 50. There was quite a few over 50, but quite a few below 50. Uh, the national championship is not included in this. The trail championship is included in this. I didn't want to include anything that, it, that you could just buy a membership and be qualified for or qualify for via online. It had to be a you know legit qualified championship. So yeah. The uh, KBF trail championship is in this. The Bass championship is in this. The TOC is in this. Uh, BOS events, Bass events, KBF events. Uh, like I said, field size is taken into account. Weighted both ways, low and high. So, is that enough explanation, Ryan, of, of how the tabulation? I think so. I'm I am good with it because I've seen these for a few years now, Jeff. I know there's no way to track this down. So, pretty much whatever you put out, we're good with. Yeah, yeah, and there and. By no means, as I've said before, is this a, a slap in the face to anyone's fishing talent. These are purely numbers. There's people all over the country that are as good or better than anybody that won't even make the top 50 because they just don't travel enough, didn't fish enough large events, whatever. But your talent, fantastic. Not a knock on you. So with that said, let's jump in to the top, top 10, and then we'll talk about the whole top 25 at the end. Top 10. Here we go. And Coming in at number 10. Rolando Nandine. Come on, Rolando. Come out and smacked us with the scope early in the year and uh and continued to to have a pretty solid season overall. Yeah. And you know what? Hang on just a second, man. Uh oh. Oh gosh. Oh, oh. oh. I, well, I know who number nine is. Yeah, I know you do. You do. You do know who number nine is. Uh, I'm gonna move this off and I'm gonna re-present because there's supposed to be some pictures in there. See if I can get them to come in. See if well, I can get him to come in. I'll wait here. What do you think about Rolando there at number 10? Uh, solid, for sure. I think he did great. When his interview was one of my favorites of the year. Uh, super technical, you know, very detailed on, on how he breaks down water. And then, the, you know, just spotting those fish on live scope and presentations. Like he is a uh, mad scientist with that stuff for sure. Yeah, yeah. So Rolando number ten. If you guys remember, he started off the year hot, uh, dang near one like Fort in the blizzard, in the ice, yep. uh, right there neck and neck with Mark or uh, Garrett Morgan and Largan and those guys, and then came in and won Toledo with uh, the amazing story Ryan's just talking about there. So there let's get back down to where we were. Number ten. <laughs> yeah. There we go. There's Rolando. Hey, there's our there pictures. We go. There we go. Had to reboot things. So Rolando, like, there's his his Toledo Bend win. Uh, I already jumped ahead. Number nine, Josh Stewart. Year in, year out, one of the best anglers in the country. Wouldn't you say, Ryan? Oh yeah, very consistent. Very consistent across the board. Hard to argue with with uh, Josh being in the top ten. I would say. For sure. And if you guys have any comments about any of these, please let me know. Know and Ryan. Um, Throw your commentary in there, of course. I want to see if you agree, oh, yeah. disagree, throw rocks, whatever agree. you think. I agree. 
All right. Number eight, Justin Largan. He gave him hell on the Bass, Bass Series all year, held that AOI until Drew clipped him at the end. He also had some success on the Hobie side. Um, great year for Justin Largan. Kind of made a splash this year, really. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he hit it hard this year. Be interesting to see, you know, with next year's schedule, too, uh, the moves that are made on the Bass side. I think you'll probably see uh, more people fishing the events, probably increase the overall level of competition and uh, see if things get shaken up a little more. All right. Number seven, the kid, Nolan Miner. Nolan, I think, would have been ranked higher. He just didn't have the body of work that everybody else had, to yeah. be honest. He never had really bad events, but he only had a handful of events. He, yeah, had he, just he didn't. He only fished what four or five BOS events, maybe. He had five. Yeah, he had the he had the minimum to qualify for this, which affected his overall points for this and his in his how I calculate this thing. But he was so consistent and finished so well in those. He still made the top ten. Yeah, super smart kid, great angler. I think uh, you know, obviously, you talk about making a splash in in kayak fishing. <laughs> Him just jumping into it this year and and what he's done, I think. I think we'll be seeing a lot more of the minor brothers. Yeah. All right. On to number six, Christine Fisher. Always Slide, consistent. Slide into number six. Can't, Can't argue that. It's, it seems like she's cashing a check somewhere every other week. Yeah. So there you go. Christine. Now we're into the top five already, Ryan. What is that picture? What is she doing up there? I don't know. I just searched each of these people's, <laughs> each of these people's <laughs> names and found a fish pick and throw it up there. There you uh, go. Uh, so there's Christine. Uh, no, I, I made sure she didn't have shoes on because, as she you knows, she also reps the the uh, kickball fighting league, and I always wanted her to have those weapons on display. There. Kickball fighting league. Hey, dude. Uh, all right, no, top five. Here we go. Number five, the other miner, Edwin, Edwin Ewing Miner. He had a little larger body of work than his brother, which edged him ahead, and also just like his brother, he didn't have the bad events like a lot of folks had to, to really knock them down. Now, if they show up, it seems like one or both of them is cashing a check in pretty yeah. much. All right. We're into the top five into number four, Ooh. Drew Gregory at number four. This may shock some folks. Some people might thought he'd been higher. What do you think, Ryan? Uh, I think that's about right. I mean, he, most, he did, you know, he, what did he fish? I'm trying to think of what, Hobies he fished this year. He he. It seemed like he fished a lot more bass events than Hobie events, right? I mean, you did the numbers, you know the answer. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. He he did. He did enough. He did enough Hobie events, obviously, to to get back into the to the uh, championship and things. Oh yeah. But he did better on the bass side, and those events consequently were smaller, not weighted as much. Gotcha. There we go. But congrats on the bass AOI. Obviously, Drew's one of the best in the country. Year in year out. All right, top three. Guesses on the top three, Ryan. What do you think? I mean, Cody Milton obviously has to be there, right? Um, I guess uh, we haven't heard Russ Snyder's name yet. Uh, who am I missing? We're about to find out. Damn it! All right, go. Number three, Guillermo Gonzalez. Ah, dang it! Oh, <laughs> I knew that. I knew there's something really obvious I was overlooking there. Yeah. Yeah, my man, G. Guillermo Gonzalez. Uh, what what can you say about G? I mean, my man catches them everywhere that he goes. Uh, always a threat to win. Whatever uh, he's fishing, so you know, one of those guys, one of the true PKAs out there. Not a joke. He's he's legit. Fishy, just fishy, man. Yeah. That leaves our final two, Ryan. Oh, and I feel like this is going to shock some folks. Damn it! But I'm going to explain. Me I'm wrong. You're telling me I'm wrong. You're telling me Cody Milton's number two. I'm telling you, Cody Milton's number two in the final. Uh, round. Dang it! I hate being wrong every day of my life. Yeah, in spite of his multiple AOIs this year. Uh, once I once I spit these put these numbers in and they spit out and I saw this I had to double check my work and say wait a minute what's going on here I felt like Cody was going to win it easy, uh, but per event based on the point system I use Russ averaged more points per event than Cody did, and his high his lows weren't as low as Cody's. He See, didn't so have his that's the part I think people miss. That's the part I miss. I don't know. I don't know. And I say this all the time. People don't remember when you lose. Only you remember when you lose. <laughs> like, I'm sure these two know what their low events are. Nobody else knows because nobody else cares. So the way I check my work on this, Ryan, one of the ways I check my work is I go back and I take their best six. And if you do just the best six, Cody edges him out. Yeah. 
But if you do the total body of work, it goes just the other way. And I mean, I'm talking about very, very, very close. This was mathematically very, very close. Um, but like I said, Russ's didn't have the same woes that Cody did and averaged just a few more points in his better events than Cody did. And like I said, the, the national championship was not included in this, but the trail championship was, um, and there it is. There you go. That's the rankings. A lot of folks saying the system is broken, that I'm wrong. Uh, I don't think you, I think you could put the top five in a hat and pick a name out and be, be okay and justify it. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, really, I think once you get to that that level that that these guys and gals are operating on, uh, it's it's pretty interchangeable. That's why you know going into these tournaments, you can you can usually pick six out of the top ten. You know who's going to be be there week in and week out, but uh, you never know who's going to win it. I don't think there's one person that's just that dominant over the other top talent in the game here. Yeah, and. What uh, somebody's saying in the comments, uh, Todd said double AOI, we will never see again. This doesn't, AOI doesn't matter in this because you get many, like in KBF, you can have 15 drops. In, in Hobie, you can have six drops. There's no drops in this. This is yeah. all your events thrown into the, into the deal. Uh, so if you've had some bad ones that you got rid of and you just, people just kind of forget because you still had those three really high events, it comes out here. So I don't but think, I'm not I, knocking I don't think double AOI it will never be seen again. I think, I think, if and not to you know diminish the accomplishment but i think if you pull off a bass and a bos aoi in the same year you you know that's the way that system is set up with the drops and how many events you have to fish and the level of competition i think that's you know that's the uh the next step up that's the next challenge for for cody milton do both of those in the same year so boom there's your whole top 25 let's go over this for a minute because this will probably piss some people off too, and that's okay. Uh, so look here. We've got some hammers in the top 25. Brady Stores 25. Jordan Marshall sliding in at 23. Jordan should be a lot higher if you were just telling me to pick somebody talent-wise, but he yeah. had some stinker events on the list. He had some right. some low finishes on there. That's no offense to you, Jordan. I had a lot. I had every finish was a low finish for me. He fishes uh, a lot. Marshall yeah, fishes, fishes a, a ton of tournaments. A ton yeah, of tournaments. Uh, and had, had some highs and lows there this year. Same thing with my boy Garrett Morgan. He had some really high events, was leading Bassmaster, but he had some low finishes too. Yeah. Uh, and, and Matt Scotch, 22. He's been up in the top 10 before. He's been a former top three in these rankings. He's had some highs and lows this year. So that that is what played a lot into this on where you finished in the in the final. Some new people that didn't make it before. Brian Nelly, TOC champ, sliding in at 13. He had a solid, consistent year. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ryan Nye coming in at 24. And if you guys remember last year, I said there's only three people that have made this rankings list, the top 25, every year. Now there's only two. Dun, dun, dun. And those two are Matt Scotch and Jody Queen. Or not Jody Queen, Matt Ball. Matt Ball and Matt Scotch have made it every year, every single year. Matt, Matt Ball is pretty consistent. He just – he's cashing checks. He's flying, you know, just slightly under the radar there. I think I think you'll see Matt Ball crack the, crack the top ten. He used to – you know, the early days, what was it, five or six years ago, it seemed like Matt Ball was just cracking heads left and right all the time. Yeah, yeah, and, and he'll, like you said, he'll be back there again um, probably sooner rather than later, do you think? Oh, yeah. So there you go, guys. Let me throw that graphic up again. Maybe you can get a better view of it. Let's see. There it is right there. Who? So how many – do we have any multiple power rankings winners, number one spots? Uh, Russ has been number one before. What I thought. Sure enough, has Cody's been number one before. Uh, Guillermo's been number one before. G- uh, Jason Broach was the original number one, I believe. Yeah, I remember that first one. Yeah, yeah. Jason Broach was the original number one. Um, those guys in that in that top ten, especially. I mean, half of those folks are in the top ten every year. It seems like Christine, G, Cody, Russ, they're all up there all the time. We should do a belt buckle. What do you think? What do you think? Yeah. KB and power rankings belt buckle. That'd be dope. Let's do that. I'm going to find somebody that makes belt buckles. If anybody knows anybody, slide in the DMs. Yeah, the one thing, Levi just mentioned it, and I didn't rig this. Three Arkansas in the top 25. You got Cody, you got my man G Money, and then the sleeper, Justin Brewer, number 19. Had a great BOS season. Very Hopefully we won't have to go back to Arkansas anymore, so that'll help. Come on, right? <laughs> one day. Everybody's getting on board with it, Jeff. Check them schedules. People finally waking up. Damn it. Um, a lot of folks saying no love to the West Coast. 
I've already said it once. Oh, come on. Yeah, this is not a knock against anybody's talent in the Northeast or in the West Coast or anywhere else or Canada or whatever. Not a knock against your talent. It's just I used KBF, Bass, Hobie. You had to have enough events to make these rankings. There weren't enough out West. So, my bad. My bad. In our um, yeah. Uh, belt buckle. I like that idea, man. A little, little championship belt buckle, like a, yeah. like a rodeo. Yeah. Rodeo queen. A rowdy. A little rowdy deal. I guess this would be more like a barrel racer winner, right? Don't don't say that in front of John Allen. <laughs> he gets weak on the barrel racers. Yeah. So there you have it, man. Top 25. What'd you think? Do you, you agree or disagree with me, Ryan? Did you like it? I agree, man. I, I knew because we had mentioned it previously, I knew you were going to throw me a curveball on Cody Milton because that seemed like the obvious choice to win. So I didn't know how it was going to shake out or who was going to dethrone him, but it happened. It was close. I mean, it was close. Literally 0. 0.20 difference in the total points what? In, the, in the BCS. Who checks you your math? Ashley Nobody. K? Nobody. Nobody checks it? No. This is a problem. I'm like the Secretary of State of Arizona. You've been working for the government for too long. That's right. I'm like the Secretary of State of Arizona. I certify my own elections. That's what I, I do. Like That's smart, actually. Yeah, yeah. Seems like yeah. you would put put you in there or me or something. <laughs> I know. I mean, if you're doing the numbers, Jeff, come on, man. Let me see. Are you in the top 60? Are you on here? Let's oh, dude. I'm not in the top 200. <laughs> God, what are you? Oh, you're on there, dude. You were You were coming in at number 64. I got you on my spreadsheet. There you are. Tell all my friends, number 64, baby. Uh, you were right there with Brad Case. You guys were together. Let me <laughs> check the old belly button out. We're good. Yeah. My good. man. You're number Next one in year. our hearts. Ever. Next Former, year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I keep trying to expand this with the events used and stuff like that, man. I want to make it as as inclusive. Is that a thing? A 2022 word? As inclusive as possible, but. I mean, I think you got you know, you gotta take the big three. And I like that we do it with no drops. That really that really shakes things up a lot. Cause some people are super hot in the spring. Some people fish a lot better in the fall. That gives you a good overall, you know, strength and weakness balance, I think, instead of yeah. not not cherry picking their top events, but not ignoring their failures. Yeah. And it's also I do some weighting for total points along with best. Uh, best six things like that just to because if you just fish five or six and dominate them all but you don't have the chance to have a bunch of zeros that's not really fair either you know what i mean yeah. so you get some you get some love for fishing a lot of tournaments as well so uh, okay. todd i might add to all american next year maybe we'll put that to a vote i like what elon musk is doing on twitter he's, he's asking everything as a vote so maybe we'll put that to a vote. yeah puts it up as a vote and then says you know what i didn't really care what your opinion was anyway that's right i checked my own math <laughs> Uh, but there we go, man. That's the uh, 2022 awards in the books. How about that? How does KFL weigh in there? Um, there's a few guys that I think fished KFL that made the ranking. <laughs> well, all right. So there you go. I, I didn't use any of the tournaments. <laughs> okay. I, know, I know Todd's in the comments. Don't, don't freak <laughs> out, Todd. Chill out, Todd. Uh, yeah. I don't. We can talk about this at the end with the KFL. Their champs are not in the league anymore. What about that? That's, That's a weird ending to the year. Boy, if that doesn't make a statement. I don't know. I mean, I, I saw Joe Mack sign. We won this money, and we're never doing this again. Yeah, I mean, I talked to Dan, and he's like, he, you know, he wasn't like mad or anything. He just got too busy. But I thought it was weird that it'd be like, you know, if the Chiefs win this year and just say, okay, we're not playing football anymore. We're done. We're going. Outside looking in, I think there was a lot of kind of moving parts and and – not necessarily disagreements, but maybe confusion and wording and commitments and rule changes and things that took place that seemed like they might not have been, uh, you know, enjoyable for the owners and, and the guys trying to organize these teams. I'm sure that's a headache trying to field enough people and go here and go there. And then all these rules about X number has to fish, you know, each event or they're DQ'd or ineligible and, Late season pickups, kind of cherry picking some games. I think there was, I think there's a lot of room for improvement on that model. Yeah, Isaac Polly said it's a great concept, just needs fine tuned. I think Ryan and I both said that before. It's kind of yeah. a cool, cool concept. Just needs to keep yeah. developing. You know, uh, Todd says they're on top of their shit this year. It should be fun. So if so, that's awesome. Hope so. Hope so. So we'll see. Uh, none below over there, Todd. You're a good man. Uh, 
Did Todd make it? Where are you driving to, Todd? Arizona or New Mexico or somewhere way out that way? Hopefully you got out there all right. It just started snowing here in uh, in North Georgia currently. We got, got a little powder on the ground. Yeah, I went fishing today and it started snowing on me around. Did you? Yeah. I don't like fishing in the winter, but my buddy Bodine posted a picture of a very healthy mean mouth female uh, on an A-rig, and it has me second-guessing my my hiatus on fishing. I tried to go to the to our hot lake. Yeah. You know, because it's wintertime, and I thought, oh, it'll be good. Well, apparently the plant is still off and it's been off, so it fished like a real lake. So I had to grind for them today. Water was cold. Y'all need power out there? I guess not, man. Just going back to the dark ages. But water was cold, but I've been promising I was going to get better at throwing a jerk bait. So I threw a jerk bait a lot today and caught them on a jerk bait today. So that was okay. Cool. All right. That's solid. Last fish of the year on jerk bait. So there we go. I need to go catch the last fish, I guess. I may slide out one afternoon this week. I gotta I gotta head up to Knoxville, up to Merville, go see uh go see Mr. Marshall in his backyard, as yeah. a matter of fact. Uh, our man Josh Hawks in the YouTube comments saying, "Come fish the new USA Bassin over in Kentucky." I saw they dropped some schedules today. We had Cassidy Did on. They? Yeah, they're putting out their schedules for their different states and places. So good stuff over there with USA Bassin. I know Jay. Jay was asking some questions about uh, about the Kentucky Kentucky deal on that. So get with get with him and speak on it. If anybody's going to be in Amarillo, Texas next week, holler at me uh, through the through the middle of the week. We're going to be out there for a big goose hunt the 3rd through the 6th and have a pretty good crew. Y'all are more than welcome to swing by and have a beer. I can't tell you who's going to be there, but you won't want to not be there. I'll, I'll say that. There you go. All right, man. Well, there it is. The last show of the year. That was fun. I uh, appreciate everybody in the comments. Appreciate everybody we that made participates it. all year. We made it. We made it. One made more it. time. What are we going to start off the year here. with? Dugout still in business. Western Sun still delicious. That's right. We got a lot. Have you got those pro guides in yet? Have you ordered yours yet? No, by the way, I've not. I've been trying to to figure out exactly what I need for this new graph, and then I'm gonna yeah. to get it. I already know what I need for my boat, but I just need to figure out what I need for this graph. So, all right, all right, we'll be there. All right, 2023 is around the corner, man. What are we gonna do to start the year off? We gotta come up with something special. We'll figure it out this week. I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. I'm sure something crazy will happen in the next five, six days. There we go. All right. Well, everybody have a happy New Year. Go Buckeyes. New Year's <laughs> Eve. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Right. I feel bad for you, Jeff. I feel we're doing we're doing football over next year too. All right. Deal. Later. See you everybody. See y'all.